All right, dude, we're on the air. Look at that. I bet you didn't even know I hit record. Red blinky button is flashing. Is it? Is it? I don't know what it looks like yep. on your end when we're recording. It, it's not that. It's not that fancy. It's a oh. red dot on my screen that's like small. So now everybody listening is going to be like, "It's not that fancy, huh?" No, it's we, we probably fooled it'd be them really long nice enough. If it was like maybe a little bedazzled or something, maybe some sequins. <laughs> Get a bedazzle, you shiny. red brinky little... <laughs> talk. This is going to be a good one. Wow. We're out to good start. All right, man. How you doing, Andy? Good. Good, good. <laughs> I'm going to welcome wow. everybody back to the Make Trades Great Again podcast. Uh, we are on episode... What episode are we on, Andy? Oh, uh, this is going to be 106. 106. 107. 107. 107. Oh, uh, did you think we were going to do much more in like a handful of these things? I, ne- I guess I never thought about what it would look like if we went farther than a dozen or so. Yeah, I know. I, I had no idea. Well, so the, I mean, tying into that, like, you know, we're looking, we're looking back now. We're kind of looking back at some previous episodes that have like a lot of downloads. Uh, this is yep. your idea and I thought it was a great idea. So I ran with it and, um, looked at a lot of episodes, listened to some of them. And I thought, oh man, I hope a l- for the sake of our listeners, they think that we've improved a little bit from the start because when I was listening to a couple, I was like, oh boy, this is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. funny? We were, Just a couple we of years of this last and, night. And, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I wonder how many listeners we lost on that episode. <laughs> Sounded yeah. terrible. <laughs> oh, it did. It did. The first few are just like ah, cringeworthy. And yeah. and yeah, maybe we should do a poll on over on Instagram and see if we should re- if we should uh, delete them. Uh, <laughs> I know I want yep. to. I know what I'm going to vote. <laughs> I just don't know if logistically, like, if it's a good idea. Like, you know, overall, right. you know what I mean. But um, yep. the episode I wanted to talk, kind of rehash, that's what we're going to do this. We're going to rehash uh, The Greatest Journeyman. It was episode six. We did it back in 2020 uh, when we first started this out. It was, uh, let's see here. We did it in August of 2020. And it's got a whole buttload. I think that's a metric buttload of metric downloads. Buttload. Yep. And nice. We got some feedback on this one. I remember it. Uh, if you, I'm gonna, I don't expect it. I didn't, I didn't ask you to listen to it again, and I, I wouldn't recommend it. Just kidding. <laughs> it, no, I, w- I would recommend it. It's a good one. It's just funny to critique. You know, listen to yourself. You can't help yeah. but listen to back then, and we're like, man, we were just getting started on this. Not, you know. Anyway, enough about yeah. that. Topic was greatest journeyman. That's what we titled it, and ultimately, what we talked about was a couple of different things. Uh, kind of paraphrase. Uh, what it takes to be a good journeyman, you know, how you treat an apprentice, uh, how you handle yourself on the job with the customer, uh, what, what, no matter your trade. I mean, of course we always go back and I don't even think we need to say it now, unless you're new, new listener here. We, Andy and I kind of always go back to the plumbing and heating as our reference because that's what we do. But, uh, Andy, we were talking early, like the beginning of that episode was kind of focused on the journeyman who kind of treats their apprentice like a slave, kind of like a, you know, go yeah. for, you're going to do what I tell you and you're going to just deal with it. You know what I mean? 
And yep. I think I asked you then, but I'm going to ask you now, and I'm not going to hold you to your answer before. But do you remember ever working with or for anybody like that? Yeah, not not for a long time. Um, but yeah, I definitely I definitely worked with a, a couple of of journeymen that were. Um, I you know I always looked at them and I still kind of do as as like a prima donna, just a like God, you were a bitch. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I wasn't trying to get out of work um, or anything, you know, but let's not make it difficult just to be difficult. Right. I mean, that's not really learning anything, but that's a, I, I think that might be where you were going with it is, I mean, it's a, it's a super common uh, understanding in the trades that, journey or that apprentices learn best under extreme pressure or extreme scrutiny. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. Where did that, like, I don't agree with that don't. quote unquote understanding or belief. Right. What the hell is that I, supposed I to be? I have no idea. And I, and I, and I've yet to figure out why, yeah. you know, well, I, I don't know why we do this. Um, but it sure seems to be, a, it seems to be a common theme. And, you know, let's, let's get the, uh, the apprentice, you know, I mean, the, the, I'm trying to think of like the, uh, uh, what is it? The, I think it's an electrician group, group of like, uh, linemen that are outside and they're, they're getting ready to do this underground thing. And they've got their electrician pounding on a piece of concrete with a hammer, um, for, to sound the pipe, like (laughs) something, I mean, this kid's there for like. 10 minutes beating on the ground with this hammer and they've got this bunk of pipe sitting there and they're like, Oh yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta continue doing this until, you know, the the pipe's got to ring. It's got to be like perfectly primed. Otherwise the, you know, the electricity doesn't flow through the conduit. Right. You know, I mean, just complete BS. Yeah. And you you just go, huh? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, it's kind of funny to watch, but well, Yeah, but see, okay, well, you say it's funny to watch, you know, Yeah, I don't know, is it? That's where they're doing it, right? They claim it's funny and everything, and sure. I get why guys yeah. think things are funny. I get that. But it it's disrespectful because, you know, just because you got a joke played on you, like, it's okay for you to play a joke on, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's I think it's lame, personally. Is it funny? Yep. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes yeah. it is, sure. But it's not, that's not even where I was. I mean, like, I, it's a great example. The jokes are one thing. And I, you know, like, like yeah. look, let's give the jokes a pass unless it's just, you know, there's a, there's got to be a, a limit to the joke too, right? We're not going to hash that out right oh. now, but, yep. right, you know, you, you don't have to make fun of people's heritage or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, totally. um. But like the one, I think I brought him up in episode six, but there's this guy, his name is Greg Smith. Oof. This guy was an a-hole, like total world-class <laughs> dink. And I think it was pretty widely known. It wasn't just my opinion that this guy, nobody thought this guy was cool except for him, man. Did this guy think right. he was cool? And you know what? It's I remember the most about this guy, how he treated his apprentices. He would like go around like you know, if, if you went and helped them on a job, cause like 
particularly, you know, difficult job. Like they just need to put a couple extra people on it, or maybe you finish your job early shop and have, Hey, go help Greg and Justin, that kind of thing. I mean, these are real yeah. people. I didn't change it for, to protect anybody's <laughs> innocence here. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, you're like, ah, and I remember being a, an apprentice and my journeyman and I showing up to Greg and Justin's job and just how just Greg would, the journeyman would like make fun of Justin to other people. Right. Like, ah, that guy's such a lazy, look at this. Look at him. He's, I told him to carry some pipe in it. <laughs> He's going to carry like one at a time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. You know, like, you know right. what I mean? Like, like, he, like he yeah. had to, something he had to prove to himself how cool he was by making <laughs> fun of other people like that's right. what this guy's like best quality yeah. was right people do that all no. the time about with apprentices oh it in and all all the time about just random things i mean i <clears throat> that's it's it, i i find myself I I I I should probably call it what it is. I find myself judging people sometimes early in a relationship based on the number of stories that involve 100% exclusively themselves. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know like, oh, I do this and and you know, this one time I was doing this thing and it was it was awesome. Yeah, oh. and I I was great. Oh. Yeah, I was great. <laughs> Got the the Beavis and Butthead, you know, chuckle in there or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, wow. Okay, did you do anything exciting? Yeah. Well, this one time I, you know, I drove the bus around the parking lot. Uh-huh. Oh, huh. Interesting. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, and and you don't. I don't. You know. I don't know. Like I say, I don't want to, I don't want to think, I guess I don't want to think that I'm judging them exclusively uh, on that characteristic, but it's um, certainly one of those characteristics that stands proud um, amongst any shadowed characteristics by the jackassness. <laughs> oh, well, you know, look, I am judging this Greg guy and I did from day yeah. one. It wasn't, he made it so easy. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. made it just so easy to be like, man, you are an a-hole and right. people don't like you. And especially the mm-hmm. guy who's like trying to learn a trade, who's got, you know, I can remember this dude. He had some, maybe some confidence issues, but you know, like what, I'm not a psychologist, but say like it is, you know, you could see it wasn't super confident. Why? Probably because the journeyman he worked for was a total dick to him constantly and made him yep. feel stupid in front of other people. Like exactly yep. the opposite of what some, you know, 19, 20 year old kid needs when he's surrounded by his peers and other people who he's trying to be like that's what we're trying yep. to do these are other plumbers yep. in various stages of their careers and you're an apprentice you're just trying to be like everybody else and to have somebody come along and treat you differently than that like to right. actively pursue this like vendetta against being nice to other people yeah Greg Smith's a dick for doing that. And there's more people <laughs> like that out there. And that's how we started that episode. And I wanted to bring it up again today, but there's more to it. I mean, right. in that episode, we also talked about, you know, being friends and, and kind of the opposite 
when you have an apprentice? What you know, we were basically the conversation was kind of revolved around what it means to be a journeyman when it when, as it pertains to training apprentices. And the reason why we talked that way, and I'd like to talk more about it today, as we are, is the previous episode to that, episode five, was titled uh, "How to Be a Great Apprentice." So we talked first right. about apprentices, being an apprentice, and then we talked about being a good journeyman. But so, yeah, I mean, regarding uh, friendship and getting to know each other and just, you know, that you had a lot to say about how it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, like you don't have to be buds, right? It's a business thing. Do you have to want to have a bar barbecue with each other on the weekend? Or, I mean, maybe that's something you do once or twice, get to know each other a little bit or introduce it, you know, maybe somebody, Maybe this this apprentice you've got is new into town or something like that. You could do. There's all kinds of reasons why you might yeah. do something outside of work. Um, I never really did anything with anybody outside of work, as far as any journeyman that I worked for. Yeah. Uh, I just made the best of the time I had with them when I was with them. You know, like I tried to be right. nice to them because I was respectful to them because I was being treated with respect back. Yeah. And I think you you do in 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 a like a residential situation or a small commercial where you, maybe you have a a journeyman and a an apprentice working together kind of daily all the time for a long period of time like 6 months a year right. 2 years something like that. In that situation I'm going to you know I would hope that there's going to be some kind of connection of friendship in in one way or another. I don't know the exact right. dynamic of that, but I mean, if you spend that amount of time with somebody, you tend to become, you know, you, you build a pretty strong relationship, put it that way. Maybe yeah. you don't know everything about each other. Maybe you're just not that kind of person and that's fine. You don't have to be yeah. friends like we just said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I remember through my apprenticeship, I mean, going on a, a number of out of town jobs or whatever, where, I was ch shacking up in a camper with one of my journeymen, you know, which is 24 hours a day, you know, because I didn't have any way to get anywhere else, you yeah. know, after work got off, I could walk to the grocery store, right? Woo you know, <laughs> hard go, to get away, go from give my wife a then. call. Yeah. What's that? Hard to get away from each other then. Yeah. But, you know, and, and a couple of those trips, I would say maybe was not with my favorite journeyman. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I respect the guy, but maybe not the favorite person to be with. Right. And, uh, I don't, I would say to this day, I would, I would agree. I was a lot like, um, the way you were, I, you know, I don't know. I had a, I had a bunch of apprentices that I went to that was during my apprenticeship that we hung out after work regularly. Yeah. Um, and you know, guys that we went, you went fishing with. I did end up, uh, one of my favorite journeymen, I think I mentioned him in that episode, if I remember, is Doug. Um, and Doug, we, Doug and I went and we did a lot of stuff after, after hours. Um, you know, a lot of it was, you know, I guess a lot of it spawned on the point that we were, you know, we worked four tens together for eight or nine months. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it's. Was this later you, on you in your apprenticeship? Yeah, I, I had to have been. Had to have been. Uh, we were on new con on a new construction project, so it was before I started service. But um, 
you know, it was just, he was just one of those guys that had tons and tons of tons of stuff to teach and had zero boundaries of like throwing you all in. So you understood it. Yeah. Um, you know, so he, uh, he was one that I, I always, uh, just went back and went, God, you know, things would have been a little bit different had Doug not been my journeyman. Sure. You know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have learned that skill or this. Yeah. He was a big one that, um, we worked on a pipe fitting job. Um, I think we were running, it was like six and eight inch Victolic fittings, um, uh-huh. but bunches of bunches of pipe. Um, ironically, all this stuff, we put in these two, uh, Airco, two or three Airco benchmark boilers and, uh, had all this heating system piping and whatnot. And we put all this stuff in and then like two years later, they tore the whole building down. <laughs> it was just like, oh, okay. Pharmaceuticals, you know? Yeah, yeah. They just, the amount of money you have to have to erase that <laughs> amount of money. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Oof. Yeah. I mean, but it, you know, that was, that was, it, you know, you get on a job like that. We drove and we were driving back and forth from the job every day. So we were an hour commute each direction. So we'd go, we were down there working at 10 and then we'd, you know, it was, you know, it was a 12 hour day. And oh, so you spent two hours a day in the car with the guy. Yep. Not, you know, whatever, knowing what was going on. Yeah. And, you know, we should do an episode sometime about that situation alone, or maybe just a bonus sometime about that car ride after you've worked with yeah. somebody for an entire day and how yeah. sometimes maybe it's, I know it's not just me. But sometimes yeah. you don't want to be around that person. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like yeah, that day yep. that was a day, you know. Yeah. Well, that no, was I, that was that was the road trips that I learned that um it's okay to jump in the driver's seat um when we when you stop at the gas station. Cause guess what? Journeyman might have a uh, little bit of a drinking issue. <laughs> oh really? Oh boy. Yeah. So yeah. So I did a lot of driving. <laughs> which is fun. You know what? Hey, some people need to have their have their drink, but it's not I, while I'm in the passenger seat. You know what? I, I, when I was, so I had a couple of journeymen, uh, of course, more than one, but, uh, and the kind of work we did a lot of residential, big custom stuff. And, um, so we would work together daily and just the two of us kind yeah. of thing. And, um, I, I think I drove to every job, the, the, his van. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was always the chauffeur, like all the right. time. I yeah. just, I just kind of thought about that just now as we're talking, I'm like, huh, I kind of always was a chauffeur. wonder why that was. So he could, well, yeah. one of them would sleep. Right. One of them would sleep. Grandpa Larry, we would call them, um, particularly because it was Heather's grandpa. <laughs> That's why we called him grandpa Larry, but also everybody else <laughs> called him grandpa Larry. Cause he was the grandpa of the shop, you know? But, uh, yeah, I yeah, huh? It's funny you you brought up driving. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I pretty much drove like everywhere, all the time. Who yeah. with whoever I drove or you know worked with. Um, yeah, well, you know the friendship thing, doing stuff outside of work. It doesn't have to be that way, and it's cool when it is. You know, there's also yeah. boundaries. Like sometimes it's a little too much for some people, and it was. You know, I think everybody's got a day or two. We just kind of alluded to it that car ride where you're like, I wish I wasn't with this dude right now spend a lot of time yeah. with each other and it's challenging especially you know from both points of view whether you're the the teacher or the the student you know what i mean i almost yeah. said teach e 
which I think TGE just means uh, that's just short for student. (laughs) I almost made up a word. Whether you're the teacher or the TGE. Oh, TG is is that Japanese for student? Yes, yes, it is. I also yes, speak yes, yes, Japanese. Oh, God. go ahead and translate that. Yeah, <laughs> prove yeah, me it's, wrong. It's Minnesotan <laughs> for student. Um, no, but so this this kind of review of this, the greatest journeyman. You know, thinking just thinking about new thoughts on this subject, like what makes a really good journeyman. And I had a conversation with uh, a guy this week at the WET show, the W-W-E-T-T. It must stand for okay. something like wastewater, energy. I don't know what it stands for. It's this smaller, it's a cool trade show. Uh happens in Indianapolis. We attended for Mechanical Hub this week. And um, it's a lot of drain cleaning, that kind of stuff. Huge, yep. like, pumper trucks. And, like, the the vehicles okay. in, the, in the trade show are are ultimately like super impressive to me. But uh, anyway, I was talking to Dennis, the apprentice. He's on Instagram. He's a bill. Yeah. He's a, he's a uh, business owner. He owns one of those zoom drain franchises. Okay. And he advocates for apprentices and getting young people into the trades. And he started a podcast. Uh, it's, it's not out yet. It's going to be called Dennis behind the windshield with, Dennis the Apprentice, I think, is what the title's gonna yep. be. Anyway, he had he asked me to come on and he recorded during the show. It was pretty cool. I had a lot of fun doing it. And it was about how I got started. And then we got, you know, quickly talking about the journeyman thing, you know, the the uh, what makes a good apprentice, you know, how did I stick out as an apprentice, that kind of thing. And then he said, Did you have any mentors? And I just thought back to this episode, we talked about how, you know, how there are so many different types of people and how they teach and how they treat people. And obviously I advocate the opposite of the Greg Smith way, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't have to be your buddy, but I would like to be your friend and, and enough so that you would rely on me to help you learn this trade kind of thing. Yeah. And he said, you know, the mentor thing brought up like, who's your mentor? And I, you know, I had, a, I, I, I didn't have a lot of time to think about it. And I'm sure that I could come up with some other people for different reasons. And one, the guy I brought up, his name is Kurt and Kurt Vreeman. He was cool, dude. Um, I need to see if he's around. I don't know if he is or not. I don't think he is. I don't think he's around. Um, but he was this really like nervous energy guy. Okay. Oh, he was, he was very nervous. He was so worried that he was going to, you know, not be able to overcome a problem that was going to come up. We used to, he, I worked with him on this job called the Minneapolis club and it was like a men's fitness club. Right. I probably, I I don't think it's a men's only fitness fitness club anymore, you know, this day and age, but it was at the time and they were renovating this building downtown Minneapolis and uh, I guess not downtown, but just blocks from downtown. And this thing is, you know, historic like straight up historic, well over a hundred years old, uh, maybe close to 150 plus years old and just extravagant in every sense. And, you know, they added a pool on the third floor and all this kind of stuff, you know, like, and plumbing just nonstop. This is like a four year renovation. And I got in there for like a few months on year three or something. You know what I mean? Right. And Kurt was always just, just 
the guy lived on coffee, cigarettes, and I swear to God, we call them Mickey cakes, but I think they're those hostess ding dongs or something like that, or ho hos. Like, swear to God, like that was that was Kurt's day. So you can imagine this dude has been plumbing forever. He's got like half a hunchback going. He's super crazy talented, and he's putting up with some young, you know, snot nosed you know, apprentice who <laughs> thinks he knows right. everything. And, uh, I mean, it was a, I was a good, uh, I was talented. I was smart, but you know, I right. still had a lot to learn and Kurt taught me so much. And he, but the thing was, is he was like the, my reason why I listed him in this podcast and my answer to Dennis was, is he was super patient with me. Like he was impatient yeah. with everybody else. He wasn't patient with other people on the job. He wasn't patient with journeyman on, on his job. He was like the foreman figure you know sure and um he somehow saw something in me you know and he's like yeah give me a little crap here and there keep me in my place but not mean or anything you know like literally sarcastically give me give me a little bit of a hard time kind of thing sure but he always took the time to teach me something every day like every day and you know so my answer to you know who was one of your mentors I don't know. I mean, is somebody like that your mentor? This, this, what I would look back to and say, yeah, the guy had his had his issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he had yeah. his he had his own things to deal with. The way he dealt with them, and uh, you might not have wanted to be that, like that, but how he treated people would make him a mentor to me. He treated me and everybody around him, for the most part with respect and like i said he he didn't love everybody but he would stop and and realize your potential and be like you know what i got something i can teach you right here in this moment and then at times he you know he he didn't he didn't always do that all the time but he would take the time when it was necessary and so i respect that i respect that yeah no it's a yeah, I don't know. Those are those are those are the kinds of things you look back at and go, "Wow, you know that that could have gone so much differently and changed my entire outlook on life." Right? Absolutely. Or on the trades. And you know, okay, sure you worked with him for 3 months, you know. Okay. Well, you know what? I worked with I mean a couple of guys that for le- way less time that w- that had a much larger impact. You know what I mean? Like good or negative. bad to the negative. Right. Yeah. 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 Towards negative. I mean, there was a, a period where I was like, I, I freaking hate this right after I first started. Sure. Um, had a, had a journeyman that, uh, nice guy. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, wait a I minute. Have, wait I, a where, where, okay. Well, Think about this for a second. You hated him, but he was a nice guy or am I well, not? I, getting no, I, I didn't hate it. him. I hated working with him. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, and it was just his demeanor at break, lunch. Guy was great during the during the job. Yeah. Was that kind of not necessarily demeaning, but would would uh, request you to do things that were demeaning? Um, in the sense, like, so we were working on a, a eight story building, um, VAV boxes, reheat coils, so lots of uh, lots of copper piping. You know, tons and tons of this small diameter copper. Yep. And he was on 
like I think if uh, if I recall, like everything he was doing was like three quarter and a half inch, right? Well, if you've done any copper soldering jobs, there's like five fittings of each size. There's couplings, there's reducers, there's T's, there's some 45s and some 90s. You don't really, maybe some unions, you know, there really aren't any more half inch fittings out there. Yeah. You know, right. And uh, so when we were doing those jobs, we had uh, shopping carts that you would take, you know, had a, like a work platform on the front of the shopping cart. Um, and usually they, you know, the, the shop would bring out a couple of old shopping carts or whatever, you know, we'd make, put in the call, Hey, you know, can we get a couple of shopping carts? And then guys had kind of customized this cart for the job they were doing. Yeah. And one of the things I thought was kind of cool, what Rick had done is he had gotten, uh, I don't know if they were drop eared L's and threaded a male adapter into them so he could screw it down. And then he could put his pieces together in that and then pre or sweat up sections. Yeah. Yeah, You know, so he had this warp table to hold his pipe and, you know, he could solder different, you know, pieces together. And he would call for, you know, like, hey, I need six half inch elbows. Right. So <laughs> not, not like myself a box and, of them. Just, right. Just my, six. Just six. <laughs> myself and another apprentice. Um, started, I think within a day of each other, started our apprenticeship on this job. Um, like I say, eight story building plus a basement, uh, no elevator, just stairs. Oh, and so all of our material was stored in the basement. And Logically, so yeah. we naturally, had, naturally we had, um, radios. And so we would get a call on the radio. Hey, you know, I need a, here's my list. Right. And that was our job was to basically make sure the whole crew, I don't, there was probably 20 guys, 18 guys on this job. Yeah. Um, pretty good sized job. So my, myself and this other apprentice, our job for, I don't know, first eight months of our apprenticeship was to basically supply these guys with parts, make sure, sure that they have all the parts that they need. And that ranged from Vic fittings to cast iron fittings to, you know, we were the company yeah. I was working for was doing the heating and the plumbing. Sure. Um, and so anyway, we would get the call. Hey, you know, I need, you know, we're going to need two, two inch no hub Santis and, you know, five ninety five two inch nineties. Okay. So we had a piece of rope that we had fi- uh, figured out that like an eight foot length of rope was the best length. And you'd thread fittings through that. And then put a carabiner on it and throw it over your shoulder. And you could take two of these eight foot lengths of rope, one on each shoulder, looped with fittings, cast iron fittings, and you could hump them up the stairs. And so that's what we did is hike, yeah. hike fittings up and down the stairs. And it, and it, I was like, well, whatever. This is, this is what I'm getting paid to do. It's not great. I'm not learning anything other than fittings. Yeah. And uh, Rick's deal, the thing that drove me freaking nuts about Rick was he would call you to take fittings away, right? Like if he yeah. had too many fittings, he'd be like, hey, um, I need somebody to come up. I got a, a box of T's and a box of 90s that I don't need. Yeah. Okay. And so you'd go up and get the fittings, take them back to the basement because there's nowhere else to store them. And then after lunch, Rick would call and be like, I need six 90s. Oh, 
know, you're yeah. like, you, I brought you a box earlier for a reason you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause come on. You, you, can you not see you're going to put 30 VAV boxes on this floor alone? Right. Right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. People go about their tasks differently. Right. There's no doubt about that. I used to work with guys that would, the things that would bother me the most were like, I worked with a guy periodically. He didn't normally have an apprentice, but later on in my apprenticeship, um, I would get put with this guy periodically when he had a job where maybe he had to carry like some tubs and shower units or something like that. Sure. And then when you'd show up, you'd be the first person he'd work with for months, you know, or weeks or even just a few yeah. days. And he just wanted to talk. You just want to talk about right. that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I felt like if I was on the job there to help him and we didn't get done, like it would be noticed right. if we, you know what I mean? Like that's how yeah. I looked at it as an apprentice. And so I'd have like this anxiety because he would just want to talk. Right. Like the entire time, like he would just be like, it'd be coffee break and it'd be like 45 minutes long and be like, we sh- should we get, you know. Hey, I got to, I was, I was going to go hang that pipe now, you know, like that kind of, like I would just say, right. I was an apprentice and I'm telling this guy, like, let's get to work. You know, like that was the kind of stuff I couldn't, I had a really hard time yeah. with and I'm a talker. There's no doubt about it. Um, I know looking back, this guy I'm talking about that would drive me up a wall at the time. I know looking back, I'm probably more like him than, than I would like to think. Because I also work alone now. So whenever I'm around people on a job, I probably take up more of their time than I should. Because it's just nice <laughs> to have somebody to talk to, right? I listen to a lot of podcasts, sure. listen to the radio. That's what this guy would do. You know, this is pre-podcast. Yeah. But yep. um, Yeah, had his Walkman. <laughs> he had, at least had the radio <laughs> going, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, we, we used to work with this guy. And I don't, I don't have any, I, he was, he was a little bit, a little bit odd, you know, kind of one of those guys that you, I don't, I, here I go again, judging him. I don't know if he was odd or not. <laughs> um, because I don't, I don't know if I ever really har- carried on a conversation with him. He was uh, a traveler and would show, he showed up on several jobs that we were on. Yeah. Super quiet. Always had earbuds in. I don't know if they were plugged into anything. <laughs> just to look like he didn't have, he but couldn't talk to just you. Just like, did like he didn't want to talk to you. And and I swear that that's what it was. And I always wonder. I always wondered that. I always wanted to be like, John, what are you listening to? You know. But it, it was always just he just just left him alone. He did his yeah. thing. He didn't. There was no. He was here to get his job done. He was probably the first one on the job site. Like at it was eight o'clock. He's sitting at the truck. It's four thirty. He's sitting at the truck. You know. Yeah. Let's we're out of here. And yeah. um, it was it was interesting. <laughs> So yeah, so to recap, don't be don't be Greg Smith, don't be a dick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> don't over yep. don't overstay your welcome. Don't talk too much. You know, treat people with respect, especially your apprentice. You know, yep. and how you, I think we in in episode six we also talked about this. I want to I don't want to forget to bring it up. You know, when you're teaching, you know, it's, it's something that I think it's easy to forget. Honestly, and, and it's only in this kind of retrospect thought process, talking about this again, that I even remember to bring it up. When you have an apprentice, 
you're taught, you know, guy, girl, whatever, they're typically going to be in their early twenties. Maybe, you know, they're, they're, they're in a position regardless of their age that they're impressionable and they're there to learn from you as the person right. who's been charged with teaching them. Right. And how you, this is important. I, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm on a soapbox right now, but here, here it is. If how you treat and interact with other people on the job, whether it's, you know, the, the job superintendent or other trades, like literally how you interact with them is going to change the way the course of, uh, most likely going to change, kind of set the course for this apprentice moving forward. Sure. How they're going to do, how they're going to act in those same situations. Yep. And I think back to like how that Kirk guy, like I was saying, like he wasn't always the, you know, the most patient guy with everybody, but I can tell you for sure he would have super anxiety about other trades, but he would stop. He would take a deep breath. He'd walk away, do whatever it took until he could calm himself down enough to be like, okay, let's work out this situation, Mr. Tinner, yeah. that we're fighting, you're butting heads and cause our pipe wants to be in oh, oh, the, the away, you know, in the way of each other. Right. How you handle those kinds of situa- situations, how you interact and like you are teaching somebody something there, whether you think so or not. And it's important. Yep. It's really important. Think about that. Yep. That's one thing I think we, we brushed on in that episode, but I want to bring it up again today. Uh, got me thinking about it when we were talking to Dennis, the apprentice, like, look, you're not just teaching them how to do a skill. Like you're not just teaching them like how to put pipe together or how to hang a door or frame a wall. Like literally it's more, way more than that. So yeah, keep that in perspective if you can. If you're, if you're yeah. working with an apprentice right now and you're struggling, think about that. You know, it, it's. It's just one more thing you got to think about. There you go. The teacher yep. and the teachee. Teachees. Yep. Is that, is well, that today's th- episode title? That, that totally, totally can be. Totally. I, I'm trying to figure out what, what dialect uh, teachee is from, but it sounds, sounds South Pacific, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's North Metro, Minnesota. <laughs> North Metro. <laughs> North Metro, Twin Cities area. Yeah. Okay. It's from the it's from the Norwegian immigrant area. Yeah. Oh boy. It's old lost language. Yeah. It's a lost language of Midwest dialect. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're we're forty minutes into this. Should we call it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could we could carry on with old another more dirty dirty old stories from the from the past, but. uh you know, we get asked about that. We get asked about I those do. stories. <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes I feel like I, I just, I only have the same story to kind of retell in a different way. That's what it kind of feels yeah. like after a while, right? Right. Well, maybe we, you know, if we could get some, get some folks to uh, send us a, send us a story. Yeah. We kind of did this on the last episode, the one that's uh, coming out here uh, or came out here a week ago. Um, I think we asked for, uh, send us your, uh, a DM with your most challenging project. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure you hash or you not hashtag it, but uh, make sure you put on the first four letters of that MTGA so that we can find it. But, uh, you know, not necessarily, I, I mean, looking for like, Oh, this is the worst. And this is the dis- most disgusting. 
whatever. Send us a story, something you want to share. Yeah. Um, we've Eric and I have talked about this and I'm not sure we're not sure how we're gonna go about it, but we would we're entertaining the idea of having a couple of guests on to tell their story. You know. I, I don't know. Might be kind of fun. Different twist on things. Heck so. yeah. Only if they can record when it's convenient for us. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like, <laughs> like I don't care what your schedule is. Here's when Andy and I record. If you want to come right. on, you're gonna have to bend over backwards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Might be early. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So send us that message. Include MTGA right at the beginning of it. You can email it yep. at maketradesgreatagain at gmail.com. You can get Andy over on Instagram at Mick, M-I-C-K underscore Plum, P-L-U-M-B. Do you know Plum means lead? Yep, Plumbum. Yeah, Plumbum. Yep, it's lead. Um, And the origin, the Latin origin of the word plumber, right? Like the lead, yeah. Lead maker, lead, lead pipe. I don't know. Plumbum. Uh, And then, yeah, that's, I'm probably way off on that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> something like that yeah so uh, teach your kids what i'm telling you right now i hope your kids are in the car and they're listening to this super super intelligent uh history lesson on plumbing and then uh you can find me over on instagram or at my website um it's mechanicalhub.com and instagram at mechanical hub andy thank you dude thanks for putting up with me all these episodes no especially this one and uh, we're going to call it a call it a week. Have a good one. All right, you too.